You didn't feel safe anywhere these days, especially out in the open. Molly shrugged, trying to appear braver than she felt. Well, I've wanted to go to the mall for a while, to stop by the makeup place for some lip gloss. There used to be a color called Berry Cloud. I hope there's still some left. Probably all been looted, but we can look. Why would you need a fancy lipstick anyway? No one to impress, and you can forget about dolling up for me. For God's sake, Sandra, do you have to suck the tiniest bit of fun out of everything? If there is lip gloss left in the universe, I still want it, okay? I'm not ready to throw in my chick card yet, just because we haven't seen hide nor hair of a male in ages. Fine. Lip gloss it is. And while we're out, we need to look for some dog food. The mall had a pet store, right? Where is Lady, anyway? Sandra pulled her top back over her head, the safety pin at a strained angle, trying to hold the ragged bra together. But when night came, you didn't sit on top of tall buildings. Things flew around after dark. Bad things. Lady! Come on, let's go! Sandra shouted at the beautiful greyhound as they walked out the door of the building. Lady had a tattoo inside her ear from a long time ago. Dr. Alan Barnes' skin was on fire. His breathing was rapid and shallow, pulse racing, body aching, all the classic symptoms of the flu. The hospital was full of patients with identical symptoms. Babies were crying, and the sound of coughs filled the air. He had been on a 12-hour shift for 26 hours now, with no end in sight. The few hours of sleep he got yesterday, or was it the day before, were nowhere near enough. All the doctors and nurses were exhausted. The orderlies had a full-time job just ferrying the dead to the makeshift morgue. This was more terrifying than anything Alan had ever seen in Afghanistan or Iraq. I'm saying, those bloodsuckers have got to go. The man with the greasy hair had a bag in his hand to collect the food he found. He always wore the same stained Dallas Cowboys t-shirt day in and day out. Dirty and grimy, he lived his life from one day to the next. There was a bathing place available to everyone, but he was just too lazy to use it. I know what you mean, man. They give me the creeps. I don't know if they're dangerous, but they're damn sure creepy. The second man shuddered. His pants were in danger of falling off his skinny butt. They were far too big for him nowadays. His weight loss since the virus was because he only ate when he could find something edible. His days of drive through instant gratification were over, and he ate what was left on the shelves. She jumped up, slinging it across the room. Then, leaping from her mat, she screeched, smashing the one that was slowly crawling toward her. Suddenly, she realized they were everywhere in the room, moving out of the corners where the dust bunnies collected. They're everywhere! she said as she backed up from one even bigger than the last. It raised its foot, slowly putting it down with precise movement as the next one moved forward. How did it control eight legs all at once with such dexterity? A long-legged brown arachnid crawled slowly up beside Sarah like it owned the place. Maybe it did. 
Sarah raised one clawed foot to stomp on it and slipped. When she fell, it squirted out from under her knee, all eight legs going in opposite directions. No! shouted Anne, but it was too late. The spider was mush under Sarah's knee. We picked them up and placed them outside. Amy! Sarah yelled. We're leaving! She had reached her limit. Spiders and yoga in one day was just too much. Sarah looked around, listening for movement. Everyone in the room was still lying on their mats, breathing deeply.